Good evening. I'm Paul Durienzo with these headlines. An optimistic sign a temporary truce and hostage release is in the works in Gaza as a spokesperson for Hamas and Israel's prime minister agreed a deal is close. Although fighting on the ground continues to rage with Israeli forces claiming to have a refugee camp in northern Gaza surrounded. President Joe Biden said today a deal to release 200 hostages taken on October 7th was very near. My team has been in the region shuttling, shuttling uh, between capitals. We, uh, we're now very close, very close. Uh, we could bring uh, some of these hostages home very soon. In related news, the World Health Organization says it's appalled by an attack by Israel on the Indonesian hospital in Gaza that killed 12. It comes after bloody fighting surrounded El Sifra, the largest hospital in Gaza, where Israel claimed it had unearthed tunnels used by Hamas in the fighting. In an exchange between CNN's Christine Amanpour and former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, he told the astonished host Israel had built the tunnels for Hamas years before. So we held them, it was decades, many decades ago, probably five, uh, four decades ago, that we helped them to build these uh, bunkers in order to enable uh, more, more, uh, more space for the operation of the hospital. Okay, all right, well, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's sort of thrown me a little bit. In more news from the war, two journalists working for Beirut-based El Mayadeen news channel were killed by a guided missile attack from Israel. More than 50 reporters have been killed in the war, according to the Committee to Protect Journalists. Closer to home, a lawsuit by former New York Fire Chief Joseph Jardin revealed the existence of a so-called DMO list, meaning Deputy Mayor for Operations. Jardin, who has been questioned by the FBI and their investigations of the campaign of Mayor Eric Adams, says buildings on the list were jumped to the front of a long line to get necessary inspections by the fire department. The mayor denied the list existed today. First of all, I want very clear. I knew nothing of a list. You know, I knew nothing of a list. And so if ever I contacted the prior administration anytime as borough president, anytime as state senator, it was to ask them to examine something. The mayor has admitted intervening on behalf of constituents and says he did nothing wrong. I constantly reach out to administrations on every level to say constituency needs must be resolved. And any elected official that's not doing that is not doing their job. According to published accounts, the Real Estate Board of New York, big donors to Mayor Adams, requested special treatment, and the Turkish consulate, the focus of the FBI investigation, didn't even have a working fire system set up when it got a fire department inspection. In labor news, hundreds of home care workers and their supporters, calling themselves No More 24, have been protesting at City Hall, supporting a bill to plug a loophole allowing 24-hour shifts for caregivers in New York City, something that's not allowed anywhere else. No more 24. The bill was introduced last year by Manhattan City Council member Christopher Marty. What we're trying to do with intro 175, the No More 24 Act, is to eliminate this inhumane practice. As I said, it only happens in New York City. It doesn't happen in Rochester and Long Island, and that's why we think the city legislation is necessary. But the measure is yet to make it to the floor of the council for a vote. Council Speaker Adrian Adams has the power, but supporters say she's been holding the bill back. Marty says there are powerful interests making money off of 24-hour shifts. 
And what we're experiencing is a lot of special interests, whether it's the insurance companies who are making a lot of money off this industry, uh, home care agencies really pushing back and really controlling what's mm-hmm. happening within the, the walls of City Hall. During hearings, many home health care workers testified about the effect the 24-hour shifts have had on their physical and mental health. Audrey Yui is with Youth Against Sweatshops. Think of like these like older immigrant women literally having to like carry patients all the time place to place. And Yui adds Council Speaker Adams is under the thumb of insurance companies and her inaction is destroying lives. Every night that she doesn't end it, another family is torn apart. Another worker is unable to sleep and suffering. And she knows this, but she chooses to keep pushing it back for no reason. Because who is going to vote against a bill to end this? Activists say the next No More 24 protest is scheduled for December 18th at City Hall. Paul DiRienzo, New York.